Hello and welcome to the AOE Podcast. My name is Nick, here with my co-host, Anthony Jafoon. Ant, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good. This is exciting. We got the, we got the camera going, new yeah. mics going. Yeah. So Definitely different than uh, what we're used to, but um, I think this probably sounds a lot better than the speakers that we I'd have. I'd hope so. I mean, this microphone's a lot more expensive than the last one. Uh, shout out bad. to Cooper Deck for yeah. letting us uh, do a test run with it. Yep. And if we like it, I think we're going to purchase it. And I think uh, <sighs> I think we probably will buy it. I think we'll buy these only because you don't have to hold the mic. It's nice. I can look at you when we talk. No headphones. No. Nope. I don't know where the headphones are. They're back there. Um, we got the camera going today. We have Harry helping us out. Shout out, Harry. Shout out, Harry. It's kind of like the, Shoes Dave, off. the Dave Portnoy. Uh, <laughs> all right, Frankie. Um, Speaking of Dave Portnoy. What about him? Did you see the... Um, Pizza review, the one where... From last week? Yeah, where was it? Dragon Pizza or yeah. something? Yeah. Your shirt's six sizes too small, <laughs> fatso. Yeah, so that was, uh, that was pretty... I actually just showed my dad that. I think it was today or yesterday. He was dying, but... Um, in that interview, he mentioned how he bought... You know, he opened Barstool Sports, whatever. Sold it for $100 million, Bought it back for a buck. And then sold it for $400 million. Yeah. And he still runs it. Yeah, I don't know how he bought it back for a dollar. So I was watching an interview with him and Tucker Carlson, and he said something like he, they couldn't run it. They were losing money. So I don't, I don't know the ins and outs. Like, obviously, you'd want to bring them back, but why would you sell it back to them? Maybe they sold them shares for, which I'm, I'm, I don't know if it's publicly Maybe traded. he sold it as shares in the beginning. Yeah, they just gave them shares back to run it. I don't be. know. Sounds like a good investment on his part. Yeah, a dollar to $100 million, yeah. $400 million, can't beat that. So uh, today's a little different. It's just me and Nick. We've had a bunch of people on here lately, and uh, this, today we just want to run it ourselves. I wasn't even supposed to be here. We weren't even supposed to be shooting a podcast today. No, I called you last minute, so let's, let's do it. We got nothing yep. going on. I uh, have a new business endeavor, which is uh, taking up some of my time. People are putting their boats away, so uh, we're dealing with that right now. So... Um, what else did you want to discuss today? I mean, we talked for two and a half hours on the phone last night. Yeah, we should have recorded our conversation last night. That was a good one. But um, we've been doing a lot of gym talking. We've been doing some golf talking. We've been doing a lot of personal life talking. Um, two hours I'm, and 24 minutes. Yeah, that was a long time. It's a great picture. And he took a screenshot. <laughs> I think this podcast, we should just talk about just whatever, you know? Um, yeah, I think the controversial uh, podcast I just got posted the other day, um, definitely got a lot of views and uh, listeners. Uh, I think it was a good one. We had to cut some of it off, yeah, uh, because of me. But um, Harry, you should have been here. Have you listened to it yet? No. It was a good, it was a good one. I, I like the. Approach. I had a lot of fun. I like the approach we took on it. I like that we had a, a surprise guest. I mean, we didn't even know Zach was coming no, down. No, obviously we shoot this in our gym, and people come down here. They open the door, um, and just just. Walked right in and sat down, grabbed one of the microphones that worked. Yeah. I must have had the microphone that didn't work, so whoever can't hear me, that's probably why. Um, but yeah, it was fun. I, I like debating and going over stuff like that. And I think it's great that we had five people here on the podcast. Yeah, so it's fair that you have, like, it's not like me and you debating one thing, because we agree upon a lot of things, so it's kind of hard for us to debate. But there was a couple where... So and so didn't agree. Yeah. They they put their debate on why they didn't agree. Yeah. We understood it and yeah. then so I liked it. I liked it for sure. But let's get into one of my favorite subjects. Sports betting. Is uh <laughs> sports betting in the NFL. So did you watch any of the games this week? 
I don't watch the games. You, you don't know. watch anything? You don't, you're not interested Bad in watching luck. Sunday? Um, I'll watch. I started watching Sunday? Monday? What, did I say? what was the game we were talking about? So, football. Oh, the, started, Bills, the Bills-Jets game. Yep, that was a Monday night game. Yeah, so that was the only game I started watching. And uh, we had a decent weekend, me and you. Yep. As yep. far as sports bets were concerned. Yeah, we, we did good. And as soon as I started watching that game, the uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. And the Jets started to go downhill. So I shut it off. Uh, I was next door at my mom's. I lived next door to my mom. And I went home and I was watching. Uh, I watch Diesel Brothers. I don't know if you know what that is, but no. whatever. They build, like, trucks and stuff. So, anyways, I'm getting texts from my mom, right, because she knows I got money on the Jets. Yeah. So. Well, we started betting a lot better once we started following that guy on Twitter. Yeah. You and me were winning some money, which is good. So, um, I'm, looking at the, I'm looking at her text messages. So, then I'm obviously on Action Network looking at the score and stuff like that, and then you texted me. I called you. I'm like, hey, just return to the punt and score <laughs> yeah. the touchdown. So, um. <laughs> That was fun. I don't. I, I don't know. When I watch, I feel like when I watch the games, I know it's like people who gamble and stuff. They have their little tweaks. Like ah, if I don't watch it, they'll win. You know. And I always said that when I was um, an avid Knicks fan. When I started watching, before I started watching the Knicks, they were good. When I started watching the Knicks, they started playing like shit. Well, everybody says it too. And then like, as soon as I stopped watching them a couple years ago, they started winning again. Yeah. So. That was the other thing that was like, so I haven't watched them. They've made the playoffs the last two well, years. Well, what's crazy is it's kind of like, um, like quick draw, right? Some people say, ah, I don't want to watch the numbers. They'll hit if I don't look. You know what I mean? And yeah. I remember one time I was at Politary Joe's, and my dad's buddy put his, you know, all day he was, he was betting his quick draw, quick draw, and the uh, guy looks at my dad and goes, I mean, they just know. I don't know why I keep betting this thing. I put it in the machine, and they know. And my dad goes, you know it's not just for this machine. You know it's throughout the whole world is the same it's numbers. the same number, yeah. He's like, no shit. I, <laughs> I thought it was just this machine that's been taking my money. Well, you don't realize how crazy the odds are in Quick Draw. Quick Draw, Kino, all those things. Uh, I played Kino a lot as a kid. Yeah, my dad yeah. used to leave me at the... <laughs> he, he used to like to go to the casino and he would leave me at... Uh, me and my friends at, uh, what's the restaurant we used to go to? The Emerald. The Emerald. And he would play a bunch of uh, Kino numbers for me. And whatever I won, he let me keep. And then I would take it to the arcade. And then everyone wondered why I became a degenerate gambler. And I hmm. guess uh, I guess it runs in a family. But my dad doesn't really gamble anymore. Neither do I. So No. Besides on sports. Yeah. No more casinos. No, no more casinos. Um, Not till Florida. But aside from sports betting... Um, I enjoy watching the game. I, I pay attention to fantasy football, which the majority of... I never got into that. The majority of people, like when football season starts, that's what they look forward to. Yeah. You know, whether it's their family um, groups or they do it with their friends or they wager a little bit of money, the winner takes the whole pot at the I'm end of the year. I'm snap. Huh. <laughs> I can't even wear this out of my head. Um, I like, I like um, watching certain players and watch them perform and especially when you are playing against like a tough matchup you know if your team's got a good team and you're playing against a good team um it's fun to watch the game i don't understand it so it, it all works out different like we do half ppr which every reception is a half a point you get so every two catches is one point every touchdown scored is um yeah, six points like, yeah so if your player what if your player gets hurt like you're you're done you're out yeah. so like there was a thing on twitter that i've seen it was a matchup between two buddies on their fantasy football, and 
I think it was like 94.2 to 94.4, right? And the last guy they had was Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers went down, and he didn't complete one pass. He didn't do anything. And the guy lost, and that's how it goes. It's not like sometimes, like I know because Aaron Rodgers went down this week, DraftKings refunded everybody's bets to whoever bet Aaron Rodgers. It's not like that for uh, fantasy football. If someone gets hurt and you start him, he gets Wait, hurt. Wait, you could do that? They, could, they do that? DraftKings did it. FanDuel didn't. So everybody that had money on Aaron Rodgers for the whole year or Aaron Rodgers in that same game parlay, mm-hmm. they didn't take away the Jets bet. If you bet the Jets to win, yeah, they didn't no. take it away. But if you did a player prop on um, Aaron Rodgers. What if he got hurt in the second quarter? Nope, nope. It just, just happened because to be he got hurt in, the in, in three plays in. They didn't think it was fair to take people's money. Which is, I, I give them a lot of credit because I don't use DraftKings, but I know FanDuel. No, because they take enough money from everybody else. But FanDuel didn't refund people. And, you know, a gesture like that would make me say, let me start using FanDuel now, or DraftKings now if they're going to refund something if the occasion that happens. Yeah, it's funny you bring that up because, like, today I was talking to my dad about the insurance with the lumber company. So, like, obviously, that's a lot of insurance. You got trucks and all that nonsense. So, we were talking and. We had a guy, so back when 9-11, he was telling me a story literally before I came here. Back when 9-11 happened, everybody's insurance skyrocketed. Say we were paying like 18000 um, We went and got new quotes. They were like 60000 a year. Wow. For uh, just like, just, just insurance. So this guy comes in, and uh, my dad got a quote for, uh, he said, I can't remember the exact numbers, but it was like 50000 48000 and um, like 45000 this guy comes in, and he quotes my dad. This is in 2001 or whatever, 2002, probably the beginning of the year. He quotes my dad 28000 So my dad's like, yeah, where do I sign up? So he signs up. And so the guy, we re, we've renewed it with him every year. We've never shopped it. Since? Since. And my dad's like, my dad literally tells him when he comes in, he's like, you don't have to come in. I'm not calling anybody else. And that was a point of like, Okay, that guy saved us so much money in the beginning. My dad's like, he could screw us for 10 years and I wouldn't care. He's like, I, I told him, screw us for 1000 a year yeah. and, and like make your money back. You know what I mean? So that's the thing where like loyalty. So like same thing with like DraftKings did. Like people appreciate stuff like that. I, know I never that use I DraftKings, but I no. might start because if that happens. I know that I do because the same kind of situation happened when I bought my silver truck. I had bought that Dodge Ram. I had it for like three months. I hated it. So I went to, uh, when Zach, I took Zach to get his new truck out in Alex Bay. I seen a truck I liked. So I went out there one day and I was like, well, will you give me trade in for my, for this ramp? And it was deleted and everything in tune. So they're like, oh, we'll give you like 23,000. So then I called the place I bought it from three months before that. And they're like, oh, we'll give you 24. Well, I paid 36. So I'm like, this is, this is kind of bullshit. So. I called Southern Diesel, where they had uh, the, the Ford that I bought, the yep. silver one, and called them, and they said, he goes, what is it? Send me pictures of it. The owner, right? Then you only deal with the owner. There's no salesman. So he's like, oh, I'll give you like 30000 for it. So he was 6000 higher than everybody else. He's like, but bring it out. I said, okay, I'm interested in that white truck. I'm leaving Rome right now. It's in Oswego. I said, I'll be there in an hour, whatever it was, whatever. I get in the truck. I go. By the time I pull in, there's no white truck. He sold it. He sold it. And the hour that I drove from Rome to there, he sold it. So, excuse me, in the meantime, somebody was pulling out 
with the silver truck that I ended up buying. Somebody was pulling out with that, with a dealer plate. He was putting a dealer plate on it, they're pulling out. So I go in, he's like, dude, he's like, right after we hung up the phone, he's like, kid came in with the check. He's like, I didn't think he was coming. He's like, but is there anything else you like? I'm like, what's up with that silver truck that's leaving? He's like, the guy right there who had another truck, he's like, he wants to trade that and he's going to buy that, but he's kind of pissing me off. So he's like, I don't negotiate. The price is the price. And his prices were cheap, obviously. And uh, so he's like, let's go look at your truck while he's out on the test drive. Then you could test drive it after. Okay. So he comes out. He looks at my truck. And he's like, oh, I didn't know you had this. I didn't know you had that. I'll give you 31 or 31.5. So he told me 30 on the phone. And he gave you 1,500 more. He gave me 1,500 more. The guy pulls back in. I'm waiting, right? And he's like, here. He throws me the keys. He says, go drive it. Let me know what you think. Blah, blah, blah. So in the meantime, I didn't really know many people who had them, a Ford like that, a diesel. So I called, I think, Mario. Mario had his. And he's like, oh, I love mine, blah, 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 blah. So uh, I'm pulling back in. And this guy, I'm outside the guy's office. And I'm just sitting there. I got the keys. And the guy's kind of arguing, like, oh, you should give me more for my trade. He was trading on some piece of shit, whatever it was. And he goes, um, you should give me more for my trade. And Matt's like, I don't negotiate. Like, the truck's 49000 or forty. I think it was 48000 it was one year old, had 9,000 miles on it, and it's obviously a $60,000 truck. So he looks at me out of his office like window, out of his office door, yeah. and he's like, did you like it? I go, yeah, I'll take it. In the meantime, this guy's trying to buy it. And the guy's like, well, I might want it. Well, and Matt's like, get out. He throws the guy out. Just kicked him out. So he's like, did you, he's like um, why did you want to pick it up? I said, do you, he goes, do you like the wheels? I said, no. So he ordered me whatever wheels I wanted. For free, threw it in. They were he included rims in it. I just didn't like those ones on it. He told me to pick any other ones I wanted out of like this, you know, magazine or whatever. Yep. I, I forgot what kind of wheels they were. But so I picked them out and a week later I went up there. So everybody who ever asked me for a truck, I always send them to him because he took care of me. Now so. do you think in the beginning he backdoored you for selling that white truck after you told him no, I'll be there in no, an hour? No, money talks. I'm I I've been in business since I was a little kid. So, no, unless talks. you gave him a down payment or something. Yeah, obviously. I mean, my dad's been notoriously known for that. Where if you went and see my dad and you were like, hey, Lou, I want to buy this door, he would be like, oh, yeah, no problem. And then the first person that came in with money, he'd sell it. He'd sell it. Where he's but not if like you walked in there and said, hey, here's $500 Venmo, I'm coming for he'd that truck. He'd still sell it. You think so? <laughs> my dad? No. No, that guy, no. My dad would sell it, yeah. Here's your 500 bucks back. Yeah, he, that's what he would do. He did, it, he did it to Justin Crystal's dad. Did he? Yeah, he sold his front door to three different people. But, I mean, that's, I mean, that's just the way he is. I, I love like, loyalty like that, and uh, obviously I'm big on, big on loyalty. Your word is your bond. So if you, somebody like Matt who sold me that truck, and now, not to mention, I bought it for forty-eight thousand. I drove it for what a year and sold it for sixty-two. Yeah. So I scored on it. You put money into it though, didn't you? Yeah, I tuned it, and deleted it, but that was like three, three grand. I was with you the day you were you sold it. We were walking out of the casino, and some guy called. He's like, "Hey, I just saw it on Facebook. I want to sold like, it to a dealership. Yeah. I want to go uh, check it out." And you're like, "Man, I just got off the phone like two hours ago with the dealership. I told him I'm bringing it tomorrow." And the guy's like, "Well, can I buy it from the dealership?" And so what, had, what happened with that truck was I paid forty eight. I they Evanny's offered me sixty two. Is that Brandon? <laughs> so um, they offered me sixty two thousand. In the meantime, I was at Tyler's camp, and I was like, I need a truck. I only had the truck and my Mercedes. So I called 
a buddy of mine who had just bought a brand new Denali. I go, what did you do with your, what did you do with the old one? Did you trade it in? He goes, no, I still got it. I said, okay. So I called you Vannies. I said, if you want to make this deal work, you got to buy my truck. Buy my truck from me, whatever. You take my truck on trade. But in the meantime, go buy this truck from a buddy of mine for 50. Okay. Then let me buy it from you for 50, but use my truck as a trade-in. So they wrote me a check for 12000 and I got that truck for 50000 with no tax. Wow. It was a tax credit. So basically, I got into a nicer truck, into a Denali, and they wrote me a check for twelve grand, And I paid no tax. That works great. Yeah. But I forgot who told me to do that. It might have been Joe or somebody, but it, instead of them writing me a check for sixty-two, I think I owed like 40 on it or something. 35, I can't remember. Whatever it ended up being. They wrote me a check for the difference and I got a, I got a new truck. They paid no tax. That's perfect. But loyalty, like I said, like loyalty, like... Well, not. kind of the same thing with me. When I got this new Jeep that I had, um, I went to a couple dealerships and they mm -hmm. offered me because during COVID, used cars were going through the roof. Yeah, so I bought my truck right in the beginning. We ended up buying this one out, the Accord. We just bought it out quick. Well, yeah, you made like seven grand. Yeah. yeah. So I got offered two. I got offered three. I think like 35 was the highest. My dad's like, we're going somewhere else. 3500 over what you, what? Yeah, $3,500 profit. Yeah, over the buyout, yeah. So then we went somewhere else and like, how seven's that one? It's like, what about eight? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Just you got to try it. Just want another deal. After See, the, I'm not like that. I'll just take it. After you just got, you know, yeah. $4,000 more, he's like, how about eight? Yeah. <laughs> ended, up, ended up working out good. Um, well, then you got a loaded Jeep and, and loaded a little, Jeep, less but, payment. But, uh, yeah, the payment's cheap. Real cheap. Yeah. Um, but I think I got to upgrade. I like this Jeep. I like all the, small. you know, everything in it. The screen, the leather, the yeah. heated wheels. Uh, you know, I want to go down now. You get spoiled when you get... I don't get... want to interrupt, but... Perfect. <laughs> Looks good. I stuck it right on the platform. But um but you get spoiled when you have all the, you know, the bells and whistles to it. Yeah. So now I'm looking to get something bigger, probably like a Grand Cherokee, or I'm considering a truck. I just know a lot of people want to, they ask for favors when you have a truck. Hey, can I buy your truck? Can I do this? Can I do that? Yes and no. I mean, I've always had a truck. Um, but I also have a family where they'll just come and take my keys. And I mean, my brother had a truck for a year and one day he went to Syracuse for a card show. He came back and they were cleaning out the garage and they put all garbage in the back of his bed. Well. Which kind of my dad up. used to do that to me. He used to put it in my car because we didn't have garbage pickup. He was too cheap for garbage pickup, so we'd have to put it in my car and take it to work, uh, which I still do now. But um, what you got to do is leave the bed of your truck disgusting, and nobody will ever throw anything in there. Yeah, oh, you want help moving it? There's maggots back there. <laughs> or just full. We got to unload this. Yeah. Put your stuff in there. Yeah, just throw that. a bunch yeah. of like flooring that's out in the hallway out here. Just throw all that in there. Yeah. But uh, I want to get something bigger. Um, the car is nice. It's just too small. Whether I'm, you know, playing softball, golfing clubs, yeah. um, my snowboard in the wintertime, it's just too small for everything. So probably in the next couple of weeks, we're going to go. That camera die? No, oh. I think he's just moving it. Nice. Um, next couple of weeks, we're going to go check out a new car and see if we get a good deal. I think you should get a Grand Cherokee. I think they're great. I don't want to pay like $700 a month. Speaking of car payments, okay, you want to hear this story? This is insane. A buddy of mine comes in the lumber company, right? I'm, this was yesterday. And uh, so he comes in. He's like, oh, you got the, you have a Denali, right? I said, yeah. He goes, I just bought a new one, the Ultimate. And I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, it's like 100, 100 grand. 
He's like, yeah. And he's like, I was upside down 12,000 in my old truck. Hmm. So he goes, I just got the new one. You know, I just said, well, whatever the payment is, the payment is. Guess what the payment is? For a new Denali? Plus 12,000 that he was upside down. A month. You'll never guess. A month. You'll never guess. It's got to be $2,200. Well, yeah, it was actually more. $1,750 a month. That's crazy. For a truck payment. That's ridiculous. So. <laughs> that's a mortgage. That's more than a mortgage. That's way more than my mortgage payment. I mean, I put, we put a lot of money down in my house, but still, that's like That's wild. That's wild. $1,750 a month for a brand new truck. Now, if he, didn't, if he wasn't upside down 12000 it probably would have been like. Still over 1000 though. 1500 yeah. That's insane. That's still for a crazy. Truck. You could live somewhere for a month. Like, rent a house out for a month. My rent in Westmoreland was 1750 a month. That's what I'm saying. They had a, nice you could apartment. have a whole, a whole apartment for, yeah. you know. So, I thought that was pretty, uh, pretty insane. That's but crazy. I have some questions on here. Let's go back to the, the football quick. There's a couple matchups this week, and as you know, I've been doing pick-ems. Um, out of the barbershop, I know uh, Mikey's been taking care of me. He's been helping out. A couple other guys have been helping out. And the point of the pick-ems is there's no spread involved. So people who don't like to gamble or even like um, a couple girls that like don't really pay, pay attention to sports, yeah. they might have a couple, you know, Favorite players. Did you do a pick'ems? No. Did you do a pick'em? I didn't uh, do one either. They might like have a favorite player, or they might think like one of the quarterbacks is good looking. Let me pick that <laughs> team. And it really doesn't. There's no skill involved. You just pick whatever team that you like. It's. I've never heard of it before. Like until you mentioned it to me a couple weeks ago, and it's a pretty neat. It's idea. It's pretty fun. So we're gonna go through the we're gonna go through the um, schedule for this week, and we're gonna do a pick'em right now. And where's the sheet? I got I got my phone out. Are you going to write it down? No, I'll just look at it and I can. No, put I want to. I want to. I'll, 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 I'll give put, you the $10. I'll put it through the thing. How much did this guy win last week? 400 bucks. You sold 40 Pick'em tickets? Yeah. And that's week one, too. So imagine all the people that say, oh, I was, I was one win off or I was two wins off. Let me buy it again every week. I think. Imagine if they would have put a parlay in. Yeah. Well, the guy that won it. How had, close was he? He had 12 wins. Out of what, 15? 15, I think. He went. I forget how many games are at one o'clock. How he, close were you? I, did, I was so busy collecting everybody's, I didn't even get to put one in. Um, he went undefeated on the one o'clock games. Really? If he parlayed the one o'clock games, he would have made a good amount of money. This kid sucks to me. I'm sorry. But I'll do the pickums right now for you. So okay. Thursday night doesn't matter. Um, yeah, we don't do Thursday nights. Nope. So we got Kansas City Chiefs versus the uh, Jaguars. Chiefs. The Chiefs are a three and a half point favorite, which there's no spread involved. It's no. just a pick 'em. Chiefs. So you like the Chiefs? Put the Chiefs down. Okay. The Bills. Put this in a parlay too. Versus the Raiders. The Bills. Got to come back off that loss. What's that was a horrible loss. And I'm a Bills fan. Yeah. What's the spread? Nine and a half. Yeah. Uh, I think it was like I don't, don't quote me on the exact percentage, but I think it was over sixty percent last year. That if a team is at a nine and a half to ten point double digits, basically, which nine and a half is pretty close, um, favorite that the under hits like sixty five percent of the time. So, well, bet smart. But if it's a double digit favorite, take the under. Don't even bet smart. Just pay somebody and take their picks. And once you do that, you'll be all right. Um, but call me before you place the bet. The Bengals versus the Ravens. The Ravens. What's the spread? Three and a half, favoriting towards the Bengals. 
Yeah, I like the Ravens. Joe Burrow played like garbage, but, I know, he's, on, but he's on an injury. Yeah. The Chargers versus the Titans. What's the spread? I'm thinking Chargers. Chargers are minus three. Yeah, I don't like Chargers. But either. I don't put the spread on the sheet. I don't I want. Know, I, I don't want you to know who the favorite no, is. No, I know. I, I mean, people just, are going to look anyways. But some I, people do. I was picking the Chargers before I picked the spread. Um, the Seahawks versus the Lions. I don't watch enough football to know. Can you do a basketball one? <laughs> uh, I'm taking Seahawks. Seahawks. Yeah. What's the spread? Plus five and a half. They're underdogs. It's okay. Which is good because the line moved from two and a half to five and a half. Usually, when a line moves in the so opposite favor, favorite, that means a lot of money's on the line, which means you want to fade the public. Mm-hmm. Um, the Colts versus the Texans. What do you think, Harry? Yeah, I'd say Colts, too. Colts, they had a great game. The starting quarterback got hurt on the last quarter. Who was their quarterback? Um, Richardson, yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't <laughs> they have a nice young quarterback and he was retired? Yeah. Andrew Luck. Luck, yeah. Well, he wasn't young, but he was not old. No, he was, I think he was only 24, 25 when he retired. Um, you said the Colts? Mm-hmm. Green Bay Packers versus the Atlanta Falcons. That's a tough game. Yeah, I tell you what, Falcons look good and Green Bay look good too. I'm going Green Bay because I'm Aldi. <laughs> I like Green Bay. I think they look good. Um, the Bears versus Tampa Bay. Is Tampa Bay even good this year? They won already. I like the Bears. <laughs> the spread's not far off. Give me the Bears. What is the spread? The Bears opened up at minus one and a half mm-hmm. and are now plus two and a half, which I'm very surprised about it that. tells you how much it's changed? Yeah. I'm surprised about that spread because Tampa Bay beat the Vikings. This is better than White Gummy Bear. I've had the Sherbert. Right. This is good. I already know who you're going to pick. This is like... Giants, Arizona. I don't... I mean, obviously I'm a Giants fan, but... Are you a Giants fan or are you a New York fan? I'm a Giants fan. Okay. Giants, Knicks, Mets, Rangers. Hmm. I'm from New York, so we like New York teams. We're not like... We're not fake like everybody else. I like the Bills. That's fine. Buffalo. Yeah, and you like the Yankees. Yep. You like the Knicks. Uh, I'm actually... I don't know if you knew this, but I'm not, I don't have a favorite team in the NBA. I like certain players because I don't pay attention to the NBA that much. But I followed Devin Booker when he was in college. So I've always been like, always been rooting for the Suns. But mm-hmm. like, they might win. But um, I'm not one of those people like, oh, we almost had it. We. I'm not on the team. I'm not saying we. The team. I, don't, I never understood that either. Like, with sports uh, we, people. We just got this guy, and we just got Chris Paul. Yeah. I'm not on the team. I didn't get Chris I watched Paul. a video of him getting shoved on his face today. I didn't see it. By uh, Patrick Beverly. What is the spread of that game? The Giants game? Yeah. Minus five and a half Giants. Okay. Arizona me. looked good against Washington. I didn't watch it. But they still lost to All Washington. Right, give me the Giants. I'm going to fill the shootout after because I want to make 400 bucks. <laughs> uh, 49ers. microphones. 40, 49ers um, versus the Rams. Those, they both played phenomenal last week. 49ers. I like it. Eight and a half point favorite. They are? Yeah. That seems like a lot. Uh, Washington Commanders. I thought they were changing their name back to the Redskins. No, I can't do that. Yeah, they said they were allowing them to change it back. 
I didn't see that, did it? I seen something about that. Or maybe it was the Cleveland Indians. Maybe I don't know. Really uh, versus the Broncos. I haven't. Uh, Washington. Three and a half point underdog. Not bad. Oh look, another credit card payments too. <laughs> uh, Jets versus Dallas. This line moved a lot. Oh, I'm sure. Six points it moved. Who are you taking? I'm taking Dallas too. Nine and a half point favorite. Yeah, I'm taking Dallas too. The Dolphins versus the Patriots, divisional game. Those are always toss-ups. Patriots any good this year? They played a great game against the Eagles. They started off slow though. Give up 16 points in the first quarter. Give me the Dolphins. Because of Chris, come on. Now there's two Monday night games this week, which is weird. For the rest of the year? I don't know if it's for the rest of the year. My but dad was asking me. He asked me something about that the other But week day. two has two Monday night games. So it's the good first, for us. The first Monday night game is the Saints versus the Panthers. Saints. And last but not least, the Cleveland Browns versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. They both suck, right? The Browns are actually pretty good this year. Yeah, they just I'm, beat the Bengals. Yeah. Give me, give me one for Cleveland because they always suck every year. So you want Cleveland? Yeah. Okay. What do you think? All right, put it in a money line parlay. What do you think? This is a spread parlay. What do you think a $100 parlay would pay out? I, I have no idea. Fifteen grand. One point six million. <laughs> All right, give me a hundred dollars on it. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't think the casino would would accept that. I think FanDuel would though, but they don't take anything over a million dollar bet payout. All right, then give me seventy. Give me fifty. It would be. Give me fifty dollars on it. Fifty dollars would pay out. Rome robbing it though. Eight hundred twenty-three thousand dollars. Yeah, well, I'd be half. Round robin. You know what a round robin is? Yeah, I don't know. You told me. I think a round robin is the best way to sports bet if you're doing a parlay, aside yeah, from straight bets. For sure. Because a we round robin. We got battery on that thing. Hmm? We got battery on that. Uh, no, it just Okay, so let's look quick. Let's before we finish up the NFL talk. What they is? They both stop recording. Oh. So they're both done. Did you? Okay. Sorry, we're back. We're back. Harry, you might want to get this one on the zoom in one on either me or Aunt. Go right to the right, right, right to the close up for a uh, for a nice little Instagram reel. Go right in on his face. On this. Is my face red from all this lighting? No, I think it looks good. Oh thanks. Aunt, tell the camera, what is your lock of the week? What is the absolute it's gonna hit? If you have to take you take a second to look over what you think. My lock of the week. Lock of the week, one bet. Does not have to be a parlay. It could be an under, it could be an over, it could be a spread, it could be just a money line. Hold on. <laughs> I think I got one. Absolute lock. Buffalo over. The Buffalo over. Yep. Over 47. Yeah, tell the camera. Tell the camera what the lock is. Buffalo over 47. Okay, that's a lock. That's my lock of the week. And you know why? Because he threw mad interceptions. And he threw the ball deep. Yeah. Okay, what's my lock? Let me take a look at this quick. My lock. 
My lock of the week is keep your money in your pocket. Yeah, don't gamble. Um. Hmm. Oh God. <laughs> lock of the week. I'm taking. Your boy just liked my picture. Cooper Duck. Yeah, good kid. Shit, I don't know. You're the gambler. You like the Buffalo over? No. You don't like it? Why? It's too soon. I usually like to wait and look at how lines move. You just told me to ask, what did you like me to put in for a lock if it's too soon? <laughs> no, you want to put a lock in on a Wednesday. Um... I'm sticking with what with, with, uh, I don't know you what I said. I'm taking basketball talk, and you keep football talk and baseball. And all I'm that taking stuff. lock of the week: Dallas under thirty-eight and a half points. That's, really? That's my lock. Well, they got good defense, obviously. And the Jets have a great defense too. That's my lock of the week. Okay. Enough football talk. Can we talk about basketball? Sure. No, I don't want to talk about basketball. All right. So, what are the questions you had? You had questions. You said I had a couple. Two tree. How long have we been recording for? I don't know. This one doesn't say it. We're also using a new. We're also minutes. using a new. You can talk. We don't care. Um, app to record our uh, podcast. We were using GarageBand. It, it did the job for a little bit, but uh, we found this new one, and hopefully this one works out better. I got one. What's your biggest failure, and what did you learn from that experience? My biggest failure. Quitting, Nothing sticks out on my... Winning the casino because you'll never be a winner. <laughs> um, biggest failure. Like, does that mean like you tried to do something and, and you didn't succeed at it? Or is it more like... I would like, say that sums up the definition of failure. But I don't know if you <laughs> meant like... You said the casino-wise. No, I was breaking balls. Oh. What did Vegas Matt say? I mean, if you have enough money, you can never really be a loser because you can just keep gambling. That's true. If you keep um, bubbling. Biggest failure. I don't know. Nothing sticks, like, in my head right now. Like, the first one. You know what I mean? What about you? I'll go back to me. I would me. say probably... Um, probably, like, getting kicked off the basketball team. Probably was my... Like, as a younger person, was my biggest failure. Pissed me off, you know, because I was... Because you wanted to play... The and... best player on the team and let everyone down. So I guess that would probably be my biggest failure. I don't know. I don't really have, like, a like a super big failure. I'm sure if I really sat and thought about it, yeah, I could pick one. I think... I wouldn't say it's failure, but, like, leading up to, like, my grandfather passing away, I look back and I say... I wish I visited him more in the yeah, nursing home. That's not really a failure, though. No, it's but that's like that's same. the first thing that comes to my mind because, like, I know I gave him a haircut like a week before he passed away. Yeah. And what's it take? Hour out of my day to go see him. You know what I mean? So like now I go up to um, the cemetery and I try to go once a week. Is your mom's parents still alive? No. Neither one of them. Nope. So you don't have a grandparent that's alive? No, not anymore. Wow. Yeah. And you're five years younger than me, and yeah. I have all of them. Yeah. I never met well, my actually, mom. Actually, my, my dad's mom died when he was four. I never met my mom's dad. He died two weeks before my parents' wedding. Mom's dad, okay. That's yeah. rough. Yeah, two weeks before the wedding. What's your mom's maiden name? DeMio. Oh, yeah. It's also in The uh, Sopranos. DeMio. 
is on The Sopranos. Is it? Yeah. How do they spell it? I don't know. D E. I went to school with a DeMeo. Her is D I. Yeah, it's different. D E. Um, this is a good question. What's your favorite holiday movie? Holiday movie? Mm hmm. Harry, what's your favorite holiday movie? Elf. I was going to say Elf. Elf. I like Elf. Elf is a good it's one. It's a great movie. I also like Forrest Gump on Thanksgiving. Why? It's always on, on Thanksgiving. I've only ever seen it once. Um, I like Elf. I think, can't say the same as him. Well, if you ask me first. It's true. What's yours? Four Christmases. I don't know if I've seen that. Vince Vaughn. And Reese Witherspoon. I think I did see it. Yes, I did see it. It was in theaters. That's like when I used to go to the movie theaters. What has been your least favorite job to date? Your least... What has been... Oh, two-part question. What has been your least favorite job to date? My least favorite job to do? Yeah, besides cutting hair. <laughs> um, probably... Do I look red? Because I'm sweating. A physical job, not like, hey, like where my dad says, hey, can you fill in for LB for a couple of days? If it's LB, you, you, you have a job at LB. If it's LB, it's LB. It would probably be Stonebridge <laughs> Golf Course. They treated me great, and I liked working for him. but there was times where there was absolutely nothing to do, and he'd put me in the woods and say, go weed whack the woods. Yeah. Really? Go weed whack in, in the woods. So people could find their balls? I don't know what it was, but there was times where I would be like, what do am I doing? there anymore? Once in a while, I'll yeah. there probably four or five times a summer. My least favorite job. This is a physical job, not like a, you have to take garbage out. That's not really a job. Like I've done different jobs. Obviously, I worked at a cemetery for a couple of years, um, burying people. I actually. I never knew that. Yeah, I actually liked that. I uh, I was like the groundskeeper of a cemetery, so like I used to do the lawns and I used to dig the holes. And the first day I ever worked there, I used to work for the mayor, uh, Joe Fusco. He used to run the cemetery. And uh, he actually just passed away. He was a good guy. And um, the first day I worked there, I was probably 14. And he went and got the backhoe, and he digs the hole. And they do this. They, you know how, like, a lot of movies, they'll show, like, them lowering the, the yeah, casket? Yep. They don't do that. Like, we didn't do that. Unless somebody specifically asked for it. So we would, like, kind of sit just off. Just drop it. You know, this is a crazy story. So we literally, like, sit off in the distance when everyone left. We would put the casket in and bury it. So, um, and you see people do that still. You see people off in the distance that are doing mm -hmm. the thing, and so digs the hole. People leave. <laughs> We're lowering the casket in, and it's like this. It's like tipping, right? <laughs> My first day, he's like, oh, I didn't dig the hole deep enough, and I was always a bigger kid. I was probably 14 years old. I was probably your size, so <laughs> no, I was probably like 190 pounds. He's like, you got to get in there, get the shovel on the side and try to like dig it out. I go, get in where? <laughs> he's like, get in the hole. I was like, with the casket? And he's like, yeah, you got to get in the hole with the casket. So I get in there and as soon as I step in there, it falls. <laughs> on you? No, it fell like in the hole, the rest of the way into the hole. So he's like, oh, look, you didn't even have to jump on it. And that was my first day at work, which I love that job. So my least favorite job was... Um, Nicky Doodles. I just, the hat. I had to wear that stupid <laughs> fucking hat. And I liked working there. Uh, I would just ran the fryer and it was easy. You know, I was busy all the time. It was mobbed. 
Yeah. It'll get mobbed in there. And uh, I like to work under pressure and stuff. That I always, I yeah. always, but that would have to be my least favorite job. So the next part of the question is what was your favorite job? Not depending on how much money you make or anything like that. Just your my favorite job. Favorite job. I love, 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 love working at the Herkimer County Fair. <laughs> Why? I love it. Why? Because. And you work it every year. Every year. I, I, I take the week off of work to go work that place. Um, you take a week off of work for everything. I do. Um, I like going up there. I like the environment. Um, sometimes I feel bad because, like, there's a lot of less fortunate people up there. Mm-hmm. So to them, that's, like, their vacation or that's their getaway. Like, we saved up all year to go to the Herkimer County Fair. I wouldn't go that far. Some pe- I'm sure some people have. All year? Sure. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm gonna try, I like, I'm gonna I, try to keep my emotions under control. I like um, I like the vendors. I'm friendly with all of them. Yeah. Um, towards the end of the night, they give me free food, free lemonade. Um, some people have tickets for rides. Like yeah. just, I just enjoy being up there, and you just see all the people that are just straight bums. Like it's great. You just it's like entertainment. That's what you like. That's your favorite job. I love it. I love going there. More than cutting hair, obviously. Yeah, you I love the hair. Kind of I sit in a booth all day. Deal with money, and I just get free food, free drinks, and I just look at the entertainment. Fair enough. Um, my favorite job. My job now. I love my job. I don't really... I have a lot of jobs, I guess you could say. Um, I love flipping houses. That's probably... Stick with what you know. Yeah, I always told you that. Um, don't try to branch off into things you have no idea about. So, obviously, me growing up, in the lumber business uh, and the home improvement business. I knew that I had an opportunity to uh, succeed when it came to like flipping houses or rentals and stuff because obviously I can get the material at cost. So um, that always helped me. Um, I love flipping houses. I love working with my dad, uh, my brother, my whole family works at the lumber company. So I've worked there for full full time for like 14 years. but everything, I always told you, stick with what you know. You always have these ideas of like, oh, like people, like, I want to open a restaurant. What the fuck do you know about a restaurant? But like, seriously. I'd like to open up a bar. But you, you've never been in the bar scene. Like, yeah, you've been in a bar scene. But I've never been behind the bar. You've never been behind a bar. You know I think it'd I mean? be a cool idea. Yeah, it always is a cool idea until you don't get home till two in the morning or three in the morning. People rob from you and giving out free drinks. Yeah, so free food and I always try to like branch off to things that I, you know, obviously I knew about what it took to run a gym, so that's why I opened a gym. So like right now I have about four jobs, but it's all things that I, you know, I know about. So, um, what does your morning routine look like? It looks the same as mine. I feel like. And I've noticed this the past month or so when the weather starts turning into fall. Uh-huh. My days are the exact same. Mm-hmm. I wake up in the morning, go to Dunkin' Donuts, go do a couple haircuts, leave, go back, do a couple haircuts, go home, I'll come to the gym, go eat. That's like, a long morning. <laughs> that's my days. My days are the exact same. But my, my morning routine. My days are never the same. My morning routine is I wake up last possible minute to go to work. Me too. Because I shower the night before. Me too. I get in the car, I either do a haircut and then run to Dunkin' Donuts or I go to Dunkin' Donuts before and then I say, hey man, I'm at Dunkin' Donuts, the line's kind of long, I might be five minutes late, do you want anything? <laughs> That's nice. 
And then I say, no, no, you're good, you're good. And then I come back five minutes later and I usually start my haircut. And late. then you wonder why your day runs late. Yeah, a little bit. Not every day, but sometimes they run a little late. Uh, mine is the same. I wake up, brush my teeth, let the dog out. Between you waking up and lighting a cigarette, how long does that take? A while. You don't, don't smoke, smoke in the morning? Until I get to my truck. I can't. Um, I can barely even brush my teeth. I have the worst gag reflexes. Um, so sorry for any homos out there, but hmm. I just don't like. There's <laughs> another thing we got to cut out. I'm not cutting this shit. I can give a fuck. I don't really care. It's my podcast. Um, but anyways, um, I can barely like I said I can barely brush my teeth in the morning without gagging. So I wake up, let the dog out, brush my teeth, and uh, within ten minutes, fifteen minutes of waking up, I am in my truck on my way to work. Smoking cigarette. I smoke one cigarette on the way to work. I literally throw it out in the exact same spot. <laughs> Like there's a sign on 49 that says exit, and, it, and my cigarette goes out the window every day at the same spot, and I make it happen too. Uh, now get, tomorrow you're purposely gonna throw it out of that spot. I always do. Uh, I always do. If I smoke fast, say I light it and I look at my phone for a minute, like if I usually light it as I'm backing out of the driveway. So by the time I go down 26 and get on 49, I throw the cigarette out at the exact same spot. Um, and then I get to work, I make a coffee, and then I smoke two more cigarettes with my dad. And then you start your day. And then I start my day, yeah. And I'm usually awake by then. Um, what was your favorite subject in school? Does lunch count? <laughs> um, my favorite and what I was good at were two different things. I was super good at, well, super, but it was called Supa English. It was Syracuse University Project Advanced. Um, it was an English class I used to take. Yeah. For some reason, I was just very good at it. It was like writing essays and a lot of like one page, like article essay kind of thing, like one page essays. And I'm such a good bullshitter that I would just bullshit these essays and I would do so good at it. So I'd say that that's, that super English class was my favorite subject was English. Mine is math. This is the only thing I ever passed. Yeah. So. I always liked math, but I was just never, like, very good at it. What? Oh, wait. If you won $10 million tomorrow, what would you spend it on? $10 million, the first people I would, the first thing I'd spend it on is I'd look at my family, my intermediate family, and say, what bills do we have left? Pay them off. Mm -hmm. Then I'd go to my... Not extended, but because my family's very close. I go look at them. Who owes for school? Who's all that? Spend, you know. So by the time you were done, you'd be broke. So I'd, I'd have $10 million. I think. You'd pay everybody in your family's school debt off? I'd pay everything off. I don't think that's over, um, I don't know, but I wouldn't say more than a million dollars for everybody. you got a big ass family. I wouldn't think it's more than, let's just say $2 million max. Okay. okay. I still have $8 million. Um, I take care of my friends. Um, and I'm still left with $7 million. Um, first thing I'd buy, I don't think I need like a, a fancy car or, or a, I'd probably go buy. They'd have a nice interior though. Yeah. I would probably buy just a house that I wanted local. Yeah. Um, strip it, make it gorgeous inside, and then maybe buy more um, apartments or mm -hmm. housing and make the money make money for me. I like that. What about you? What would you do? How fast would you go to the casino? I wouldn't go. I'd sign myself out. You wouldn't go? No. 
because I'd blow it off. First thing I would do is uh, pay my parents' house off, my dad's house and my mom's. And then I would... Uh... Wow, I don't really know. Like, you don't need a... I would definitely buy a McLaren. You would want a car. Yeah, I would have a car and a brand new truck. And then the rest of the money, I would just invest it. And... Invest or maybe even buy a house in Florida. Yeah. You know? But I would invest. Probably houses, like, I would invest down there. Um, yeah, I don't... I mean, $10 million isn't really... I know it sounds like a crazy amount of money, but... If someone you put couldn't, ten, like, retire. If someone put $10 million in front of you, it wouldn't even take up this whole couch. It, it takes up a lot. Yeah, but it would take 10, up this whole couch. 10,000's that thick. 10,000 is that thick. Believe me, how many 10,000 scraps have you had? You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I would sign myself out of the casino, all of them. I'd blackball myself from every casino. Um, how many cigarettes? Are, you, might, you might be an investor for Marlboro. Well, the price of cigarettes nowadays, I, I definitely would invest because I just went to the store and bought... You said everything went up a dollar. Yeah, before you got me those cigarettes from the casino... I bought three packs of cigarettes at a Monster, and it was $52. When I went to the casino, I said, can I get two cartons of cigarettes? She said, yeah. She grabbed me two packs of cigarettes. I said, two cartons. She goes, two cartons? She goes, I usually buy four. That's she, the max. She goes, nobody, nobody does that. I was like, he wants two cartons. Or I yeah. said, I want two cartons. Yeah. I was using your card. Yeah. I was like, I want two cartons. She's like, all right. Whatever came out to well, 200 and something dollars, right? It's probably, it's probably close to three. Yeah, she said two something. And just, yeah. She's like, how is it to pay for it? I said, <laughs> points. You're like, all right, just swipe your card, please. And put the VIN code in. <laughs> um, <clears throat> what is your biggest pet peeve? Pet peeve. I think like there's a lot. I know mine. What is it? Don't ever contradict what I say. I think that's... I've that's a good one. I think I've shown that to everybody. If I tell you something, especially um, <clears throat> if you work for me, so, the I biggest you, thing I think with you me speak is up like, probably a little bit louder. <clears throat> I know I got a hair in my throat. The biggest thing for me is like, if I tell you to do something and you question why, especially if I'm your boss, that is my biggest pet peeve. Um, uh, especially like the day here when um, you were squatting, and he's like, "Oh, you didn't tell." Someone said, "Oh, you didn't tell me that." That's why I lost it. Like when you kind of contradict what I already said, you know. I don't know if that's really the word for it, but that's. I don't like when, when people like uh, mimic you. I like when I say like, if I like like almost the same thing. If I told you to do something and be like, "Aunt Grandma, that's what you know what I mean." Just like yeah. that whole like shake your head at me. I'm like, why? Like for what? Like, for what reason? Like they're too good for it. Exactly. Yeah. Or like, hey man, can you do that? You do it. Yeah. Like. Just, exactly. I'm, not, I'm not telling you what to do. I might, it might sound like it, but I'm just asking for a favor, you know? Yep. Like, mm. if, I said, if I said, Aunt, could you uh, grab me that can right there? Why can't you get the can? You have arms. Like, you sound like Gary. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. I love Gary, but that's what he sounds like. And I, and I wasn't even talking about him. I'm just saying, in general, that's a, that's a pet peeve for me. Okay. How long have we been playing here? I, I don't know. Gary, how long has this been? That's it. Who asked you? I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can wrap it up. I mean, I kind of like the whole Wednesdays podcast instead of Sundays, like how we started. I think yeah. Wednesdays, no one's really here. Sundays, no. you know, it's a day to relax. 
There was a day for church. We haven't been in church in a while. A couple months for me. Quite a couple months ago. No point. But um, You gamble, you sleep in the street. That's what my dad used to tell me as he was gambling. No, I'm just kidding. But he used to tell me <laughs> as, that. As I rest the bat on the concrete. <laughs> yeah, as I was sitting outside the casino. <laughs> Waiting for the ride. But yeah, um, uh, gambling is just, I mean, I know we talk about it. We obviously sports bet and stuff, but um, it's not something that I Gamble responsibly. Yeah, I wouldn't condone it. Uh, you're not going to. You're not going to become rich unless you hit a crazy parlay for $10 that pays $1.6 million. Yep. And then as soon as you hit that, you're going to gamble more. You are. You know, I remember... I, uh, just like last week, I started off with a couple hundred bucks. I got it up to a couple thousand bucks. And my units, which for people who don't understand unit betting, uh, it's called it's 15% of your bankroll. So if your uh, bankroll is 100, if your bankroll's 100 yeah, bucks... Yeah, are you supposed to cash it out, some of your bankroll at certain times, or no? When you follow this guy, you can you could you could cash out. Yeah, you can. But is he telling you to just keep doubling, doubling? He doesn't know, so he doesn't do that. Oh, he doesn't tell you what to bet on it. No, so he'll say. So, for example, his he has a thousand dollar unit, which means every time he places a bet, every unit is a thousand dollars. So if your if your unit's a hundred or if your a bankroll is a hundred dollars, every unit you bet should be $15. 15% of your bankroll should be one unit. A lot of times he bets, he always puts down 0.5 units. So he's betting 500. But is he, when he's winning, is he pulling out at any time too? He doesn't bet more than what he says. I know, but say his bankroll's 100 grand. He puts up 100 grand worth of bets and he makes 250 grand. Just because his bankroll is 100 grand does not mean he spends 100 grand in a day. Okay. So... I'll pull him up real quick. So he said, let me go to his page quick. But you just said units are 15% of your bankroll. Is your bankroll so changing? Like he, wow, so he just hit a plus 370 and a plus 1,000. Your bankroll can change depending on your own preference. If you, yeah, oh, okay. Your own preference. So, so right now. So, so you make 10 so he just So he just won. He, he won a plus 370 and a plus 1,000. So he said right here. Where'd it go? Right here. It's uh, like the real world. This Andrew Tate's site. Does it? Yeah. So he said right here, 0.5 units on each, 0.25 units on each. So that's him saying, I'm betting $500 on 500, 500, 500, which you would be betting $7.50, then he does 0.25. So that's half of $7.50. He bets it on the other side. Yep. So his bet, his unit bet never goes up, but he might not even reach $100. So if you have a $100 bankroll yep. and you're only doing 777, 333, you know, you're only at um, 30 bucks. So. I get it. That's how he does it. But what were we saying right before that when I talked about unit That we're done and I'm sweating. Okay. I'm going to go eat. All right, hopefully this podcast turns out a lot better than the previous ones. We got the uh, camera rolling. I think the last one was even better than this one. We'll see. It was good. We had a lot of people. But uh, thanks for tuning in today, and we'll see you next week. Peace out. See you later.